and welcome to Electronic Ears with me, Fenner. Now, one way or another, this has not been a great week for me when it comes to listening to pop music, but I like to start the show with something catchy, shall we say, and this track is probably the catchiest from this week's playlist. It's by John Fox and the Maths. It's actually a track taken from their first album, uh, which was called Interplay, and the track is called Watching a Building on Fire. And the version I'm going to play is a remix that was done by Andy Gray for um, a kind of free album that was given away with their second release. Uh, You can't get that anymore, but you can get this on digital download from iTunes or Amazon or wherever your uh, preferred source of digital downloads when watching a building on fire by John Fox and S Maths this is the grayed out mix
John Fox and the Maths and Watching a Building on Fire, the Grayed Out Mix by Andy Gray. So this week is the 20th anniversary of Radiohead's Kid A, which I think is probably one of the most artistically brave records I've ever come across. Not just simply because the band turned their back on a formula, which at that point had brought them enormous success and credibility. That was with the album OK Computer. It's the fact they embarked then on a new journey without any clear direction, uh, of knowing where they, whether they were travelling in. And that was something that nearly broke the band up. I think there was a lot of frustration and people just wondering what the hell they were doing. I know Ed O'Brien was hoping they were going to do an album of melodic guitar pop, but they didn't. They made Kid A instead, uh, which I love. My favourite Radiohead album, uh, no, no question about it. This track I'm going to play for you now is called Idiotech, and it was a piece that was put together by Johnny Greenwood, up until then their lead guitarist. He'd put some electronic drums to a piece by a guy called Paul Lansky that was written in 1967. Uh, that Lansky piece, which is called Mild und Leiser, you can, well, if you can get hold of a copy of that, uh, you can hear where Johnny Greenwood lifted the music. It's just a, it's just a completely clear lift. And he put together this 50-minute piece, uh, which Tom York then edited out five minutes and amazingly turned it into a song.
Incredible piece of music, Idiotech by Radiohead, taken from their album Kiday, which is 20 years old this week. Originally released on October the 2nd, I think it was. Also released this week is a second compilation of unreleased music uh, put together by David Byrne, ex of Talking Heads. The album is called uh, Good Music to Avert the Collapse of American Democracy, which is uh, an ambitious claim for any album, I think. Uh, Included on this album is a version of the song he recorded with Talking Heads called This Must Be The Place, Naive Melody, taken from their album Speak In Tongues. And this track is covered live occasionally by Arcade Fire. But on this occasion, for this recording, they actually had David Byrne on stage singing with them. It's not a great recording, or not brilliantly mixed, but well worth a listen, I think, and the violin part is absolutely lovely. Arcade Fire playing Talking Heads, This Must Be The Place, Naive Melody.
David Byrne with Arcade Fire performing Talking Heads. This must be the place, Naive Melody, which always reminds me of my friend Andrea. She puts it on whenever she wants to drag me onto the dance floor. I'm not one of life's natural enthusiastic dancers, I have to say. Let's move on to a track by Brian Eno and Jar Wobble, taken from the reissue of the album Spinner. And it's an unusual uh, collaboration. It started out as a soundtrack by... Brian Eno for Derek Jarman's film Glitterbug and having finished the work Eno felt it didn't make much sense taken away from the film um, which is fine I guess you could have just released it with the film and that would have been that but anyway he passed it on to Jar Wobble and just said just kind of do what you want with it so it wasn't a collaboration in the sense they were working together basically Eno did his bit gave it to Wobble and said do what you want um, some tracks he just, Jar Wobble just left as they were others he kind of played along with and some he just used as a launch pad for something completely different the album has been re-released with two additional tracks. And to be honest, I can't say that either of them, in my opinion, really deserved a place on the original album, which is a fantastic piece of work, I have to say. But this is the better of the two additional tracks, uh, appropriately entitled Lockdown.
Lockdown by Brian Eno and Joel Wobble, taken from the reissue of Spinner. And I also picked up this week another Brian Eno reissue, this time an album he did with John Cale, ex of the Velvet Underground. And this was more of a genuine collaboration, the two working together. It was done in 1990, and it was the first song-based album that Eno had done for years, if not more than a decade. He's sort of gone down that very ambient route. But working with John Cale, he put together... Just absolutely great album. It's called Wrong Way Up, and I'd highly recommend it. It's actually really quite a pop album, given it's put together by two sort of the doyens of the avant-garde and left-field music. Um, This reissue also features two additional tracks, but at least one of the two, I think, deserved a place on the original album. Um, I think I'm biased because I just love John Cale's voice, which works beautifully on this very pretty track, which is called Grandfather's House.
Grandfather's House by Brian Eno and John Cale, taken from their 1990 album, Wrong Way Up. But that's, as I said earlier, is the reissued version that has that on as one of its two bonus tracks. Now, a few weeks ago, I picked up an album by Minimal Drone Girl called Ancestral Origins, which I'm very, very taken with. Uh, Minimal Drone Girl is actually a sound artist called Joanne O'Keefe, who goes out and does field recordings, brings them back into the studio and processes them and then kind of augments them with analogue synths. I've really enjoyed the album. I think I've played a couple of tracks on the show before. This one I love for both the fireworks and the sound of the uh, aeroplane, the jet plane. Um, I love those big sounds heard in an outdoor setting. That's the thing I like about fireworks. The light show, I can take it or leave it, but the sound I absolutely love. And I love the way she's put those sounds into this track and then just just layered underneath those these beautiful, beautiful chords. This is Minimal Drone Girl and Ambivalence.
Minimal Drone Girl and Ambivalence from her album Ancestral Origins, which you can download from Bandcamp if you would like to have that for yourself. So there's a Guardian journalist called Martin Bellum, who does a very interesting weekly newsletter, actually, which you can sign up for. And he also records electronic music uh, under the name of M Orchestra. And he tends to combine this electronica with samples of supernatural experiences and stories. I don't think he believes any of that stuff. He seems to be fascinated by people who do and who believe they've had supernatural experiences. Um, This track I'm going to play for you is taken from an EP called Four Ghost Stories. Bizarrely, it seems to start with a Mark E. Smith sample. This is Chicago Tribune Spring 65. What really went on there? We only have this, for this, for this, for this. Thing that happened to me about 15, 16 years ago. At Bachelor's Grove? At Bachelor's Grove. It actually uh, ended up on the front page of the Chicago Tribune. And none of us talked about it. Uh, Ten of us went out there. Three in one car and seven in another car. And we went out there. And it was so dark. You know how that entrance uh, has the trees just overlap each other. Uh-huh. And it was so dark in that access road. Uh, we got about, uh, oh, about 30 feet in. And all of a sudden, everybody else halt. And uh, uh, one of the cars was an old uh, Hudson. And uh, we decided we'd back in. So out everybody goes, and we backed in. And we, uh, Richard, we, we backed in. And we were in high school at the time. Um, ten kids aged anywhere from 15 to 18. And uh, we saw lights. We saw lights. And this this was the first time at that particular site that any of us had ever gone, but we'd heard about this for years. We, we begged and, and went as far as we could because there's some logs go across the road uh-huh. up at a certain point. And we saw we saw some lights in the, uh, in the graveyard, in the cemetery. And we did have a couple of flashlights and um, one of the guys flashed uh, his light and we saw some movement. It could have been our imagination, but whatever. We saw some movement. Uh, 
Chicago Tribune Spring 65 by M Orchestra from the Four Ghost Stories EP. One of the things I miss from my youth was like how bands, album covers and promotional material was an extension of what they were doing artistically. So you can look at photos of, say, I don't know, Japan or Susie and the Banshees or even Duran Duran and get a feel for their general aesthetic. It was like how they were framing their own musical endeavours. Um, and conversely, this next track is by an outfit called Blood Everywhere. And I think they misrepresent themselves terribly, uh, or himself, in fact, as a guy called Ian Wade. This track, for example, is called Leather Drug Romp, but actually it's just got this lovely, cool electronic feel to it. Blood Everywhere, from the album Songs from the Dark Outside, Leather Drug Romp.
Blood Everywhere and Leather Drug Rump taken from their album Songs for the Dark Outside. Now I have some excellent news and that is that Craven Fultz have a new album coming out. They are without a doubt my favourite band at the moment. I play them all the time and I think my two Craven Fultz t-shirts are my most worn items of clothing at the moment. Uh, the new album is called Enclosures and if you were to download that or pre-order it from Bandcamp you can download this next track straight away which is called Doubler Stones. Before I kick that off i'll just say thank you very much for listening i hope you'll be back next week and until then cheers bye